Well, it's been a little while again. I'm almost making a podcast once a week where I used to make one every couple days. Interesting how life kind of changes and so does the values. Today we're going to talk about personal value in perception of yourself and how you present yourself. That's really what I want to focus on today. There's so many things going on in the world to tell us, to distract us from who we really are, what we should think, how we should be, what job we should we go after. But what if you just drowned out all that noise, quieted it all, turned off the TV, turned off your cell phone, turned off anything that was going to feed you an outside influence and just only made time for yourself. Maybe you didn't notice something about yourself that you admire now, but it's always so easy to notice the flaws. Things to tell you I need to gain 5 pounds, gain 10 pounds, or maybe I need to lose 10, 20, 30 pounds. Maybe I need to work out more in the gym. It's all that visual perception. I was listening to an interesting podcast today, actually quite a few podcasts today from a few of my favorite artists, and they all brought up some brilliant material. They brought up anywhere from the fried oreo duan and only talked about the difference between ethics and morals. Ali Moon talking about feeling sexy and reminding yourself to be sexy and many many more. But I want to focus on just you. Just you alone. Have you had any time to look in the mirror and smile? Have you had any time just to see and admire that God created you perfectly the way that you are? If you're deciding or making a decision of how to judge yourself of how you're not conform with everyone else or maybe how you look that's okay we can do that at times but what we don't do enough is pat ourselves and look for our own individuality some may say that there's no original thought or creativity left maybe some thoughts are repetitive maybe some is copied by another but there's always a slight variation in every single perception even now as i podcast my values and how i podcast what i talk about what i present are different from many others i after careful analyzation of all my podcasts it's more of a how to do you should try this you should do that but this is more in depth i feel And this these times that are scary and things that are telling us what to focus on, how to be, how to live, watch out for this, be afraid of that. I started thinking, what am I forgetting along hearing all this stuff? I'm forgetting me. What's my journey? What's my dream? What's my perception? And what's my personal legend? One of the books that I love so much and I've read so many and listened to so many times is The Alchemist by Pablo Coelho. In one of the sections he the in the story the this king tells um Diego, I think that's his name, that uh the one greatest or what is the greatest lie in the world is that we think that something about not knowing ourselves or I forget exactly but I know what was important what's really important is to seek our own personal legend 
And what comes up is a lot of times our perceptions and judgments talk ourselves out of the greatest opportunities that we could ever master, perceive, or perform. I've heard that phrase before, what's the richest place in the world? And someone, when someone in response says the graveyard. The graveyard for all those great ideas that died and never manifested. I think about that sometimes. But other times I think about what is the greatest next move I can make for myself and being real and being who I am. For me, that decision is being a great partner, being a good friend, being an amazing father, being an entrepreneur and a philanthropist all at the same time, practicing law, making a difference in my community, building myself a nice home with a nice savings, not extravagance of that I can't just, you have to constantly pay so much money to maintain. A nice healthy living, a nice garden, maybe a pool and a barbecue, personalized barbecue pit as I love to grill outside. Money enough to travel every year through season to season, buy clothes. But lately my mind has also been on recycling repurposing, not looking into wasting things. I look at my daily life and how not to waste time, let alone materials. I think about every time I touch a piece of plastic, how it's going to go in the trash or supposedly go to a recycle bin. And how we pay so much money to recycle. How Mother Earth really needs us. But let's get really back to the real heart of the matter and what we're talking here about in the podcast taking a moment to value yourself is so important daily i look at myself every day in the mirror when i shave when i brush my teeth i smile i take time to pat myself on the back because the alternative is is that i've always felt bad never wanted to look at me never had big enough muscles and then I had a gut. It's all resolved from your emotions and your choices. When you eat emotionally, when you think emotionally, you perform emotionally. Now, human beings are emotional beings. We also are logic. We're very logical, methodical. Most of the things that come to be are practices and habits that we've created thus, thus far. Good or bad doesn't make a difference. We've practiced and performed and perfected to who we are today. So here's some tips that I I take. And especially after listening to Ali Moon's podcast when she was talking about being sexy. I feel that you need to activate your kundalini. It's basically your core, your, your, your waistline. You get it moving. A lot of us go dancing to do that. Me, I've been a salsa dancer for quite some time, as well as into bachata and merengue and cumbia. I love the Latin dances. I'm Latino, or at least half of me is. I love the movement. I love the way that it makes me feel. Now I was talking to a friend and we were talking and comparing the notion of what it felt like when we were young as opposed to now. What was attractive then and what is attractive now? 
in my 20s, I had no freaking idea of what I was interested in, nor what I wanted. I got into a lot of trouble in relationships. I'll, I'll admit that. I give out my my personal power so much that it was like, wasn't even a ticket that anyone wanted to stamp at a time. Then I started learning about myself. I started learning about swagger. In my 30s, I started learning about confidence, perception, your look, your presentation. You can't just be frumping it all the time. And frumping means not ironing your pants or not taking care of a shirt or sagging or whatever. It's looking presentable, looking in the mirror and approving of what you wear, what you do, how you walk, how you look, how you smile how you part your hair, what cologne you wear. I've seen dudes where they've just put on, they like showered in their cologne and it's like, get the fuck away from me. And I've seen women do the same thing. I've seen women dress up to an extent where it's like, if they take off their, their makeup, who were they really when you met them? I've seen people make alterations to their bodies that's irreversible. And it may have initially been attractive, at the time, then they're going to pay such a heavy consequence to repair the damage. Personal value starts in the mind, your admiration. How do you admire yourself? Do you take time to do so? If you haven't taken time, start. Take all the words and alternative thoughts that you've had thus far to make you think that you've been indifferent and non-acceptable and throw them out the window or throw them out the door. Start fresh. But how do you do that when you're older? You got so much training and so much habits to train your thoughts that it's like, well, what do I do now? The only response I have to that is you're just going to have to trust yourself. You're just going to have to take the time. There's a reason why I've gotten into spirituality and thinking and healing and, you know, so on and so forth. Laws of attraction or laws of love. I've come to understand and value what I have. What I value in presently is way more than what I value in the future or even in the past. I've accepted who I am. I accept what I do now. I like who I am. I'm not always perfect. I may not always make the best points, but I like how I analyze things. I look at problems and I try to make solutions. I'm a little I'm a little different in some ways and then a lot the same in others. You know, I can be a good guy or I can be a bad guy. But the point is, is I accept who I am. My moral compass has taken 46 years to form and it's not been easy. Yes, at a time I was heavily into religion. I was heavily into spirituality. But when it came down to it, I learned about who I really am and why I love God, why I love the universe. I'm not caught up in rhetoric of theologies and religions. They're trying to make people feel miserable. I've talked about it before. When I go into a church and it's a dark room, it's not a place I want to be. When I hear gospel music that is making me feel of how much someone suffered, it's not God's love. It's misery. I worship and I bend my knee for God because I love him, not because I mourn him.
Jesus came down to teach a very valuable lesson if you're a Christian. I think a lot of us have missed it along the way. A lot of us have taken the Lord's name in vain. We've gotten into wars and business and fights. And what did it do to serve us? It really didn't. And it really hasn't. Nowadays, these shootings, people being miserable and being afraid, it's all by design. Divide and conquer. Create chaos out of order. Or create chaos out of order. No one takes the responsibility of owning their story, owning their word, owning their action. Are they reliable? Are they trustworthy? And so many tell us, focus on the present. Focus on you. But it seems like everyone who's successful in Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media scene, that they've got flamboyance. They've got a lifestyle that is unmatchable. I've seen guys like Grant Cardone flash their private jets and show off their body of how hard he's had to work and he deserves every bit of it of of his work what he what he reaps is what he put into but it's not all the same for us as goes for gary v a lot of people feel like he's like the business life guru he'll even tell you himself sometimes i just make shit up and i make it work I don't know how to accept that. And I agree with him on other points. Stop faking it to make it. You don't need to fake anything. I'm going to open up about something. I've lied so much in my past that it could make anyone feel ashamed. And I've faced such heavy consequences because I've done so. Well, living in the light and living in truth is so much more powerful and so much more enjoyable. Being able to smile at people, saying, hi, how you doing? I personally say this to every single person I encounter, every person every day, even a store clerk, a gas station attendant, someone who washes your car, I always ask their name, you know, and I always say thank you. Like today, I was at the 99 cent store getting something to drink. A lady named Janice took care of me and I made her smile by saying, thank you, Janice. I totally appreciate you for what you've done today. Have a good evening. And she smiled, and this is an older lady, probably in her 60s or 70s, you know, and she's trying to hustle and get orders done. I took that personal moment just to be grateful and show gratitude. I looked her in the eye as I do every person I encounter. Being authentic means that you don't have to be rock solid like a wall. It just means that you acknowledge things and you appreciate all things that are around and within. Well, that's my little podcast for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Feel free to leave a comment if you'd like. Call in if you have the Anchor app. If you don't, that's all right. You can email me at goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. I'm out.